everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we are here to talk about the second preseason game, the, what is it, the third week of training camp, fourth week of training camp now, uh, final week of training camp. Yeah, yeah today was the last yeah. day of training camp. It's over. <laughs> right. Training camp is over. Um, <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens are in town and will be facing the Panthers Saturday night at the bank. The, the vault. Do we call it the bank? The no. vault? Yeah. Does anybody? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, bank of America Stadium. How about that? The BOA. The BOA Constrictor. <laughs> I always thought they should call it the vault, but it, it never caught on. So, I mean, that works like, you know, with the dominant defense. Yeah. You know? It makes sense to me. Um, but anyway, the, so the, the Ravens are here. We're going to be talking Saturday night's game. Uh, we're going to be talking the end of training camp, what we thought about training camp this year and the know, stellar last practice by the defense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We'll definitely get into some of that, but, um, I guess we'll start off. Maybe we'll talk about a little bit of injury news there. Unfortunately it was a bit today. Yeah. Um, starting off with the Panthers, uh, Marquise Haynes uh, has a shoulder injury. Uh, Matt Rule didn't really elaborate what type of shoulder injury it was. He w- was walking around with his arm in a sling, and he'll be out for a week or two, That basically they said. Probably until the regular season starts, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I-, I think he's solidified his spot as that pass-rushing rotational guy. Yeah, I mean, I, know, I don't want to step on camp too much, but he has been one of the more impressive Mm-hmm. guys um you know not not a starter per se but you know one of the more impressive non-starters i guess maybe the most impressive non-starter yeah him and uh etor really kind of showed up I, the same similar position that pass rushing but mm-hmm. that that rotation is going to be scary for opposing yeah. defenses yeah uh big one defensive in brian burns had his arm in a wrap probably won't pay, play this week i mean there's no is, real point is that what they said they, Did said, they say he wouldn't play. They said his arm is in a wrap. Uh, Matt Rule said some starters will be playing this game. Uh, Sam Darnold probably will, but it, with his injury, why risk? It. Yeah, I guess I just didn't see that. Um, I I haven't seen where he was injured, so I don't know if that's like a, just a maintenance thing or what. But I kind of hope he plays. But it, obviously, if he's tweaked at all, then yeah. Uh, left tackle Cammy Irving. Shocker, had injury every week of training camp. Shoulder <laughs> injury. Again, he goes out. Moten goes in at left tackle. He spent most of the time at left tackle because Cam Irving supposedly has that job on lock if he, for the two practices he actually practices training camp. Again, um, is he is he actually injured? Yeah, he he or was. They, uh, is it more they, of they took him out thing. of practice today and. He, he left practice to get his okay. shoulder looked at. Um, not sure if he's going to play. Uh, none of these we know. I mean, these are well, all yeah. kind of what our reporters are reporting, basically. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore, back injury. Another guy. Yeah. Wouldn't expect him to play. Just why risk yeah. it? He went down hard um, making a catch and tweaked something, they mm-hmm. said. But... Uh, Sounds like it's not that big of a deal, but we'll talk um, here in a few minutes about who we think is going to actually start Yeah. Um, in terms of regular starters. And Robbie Anderson. 
hamstring injury. So it's kind of a lingering thing for yeah. him. It's been, it's, I guess he he aggravated it uh, in the game Sunday, and I ha- he has not practiced since. So yeah. And now uh, go- good news though is that Denzel Perryman uh, yeah. has been active in some capacity in the last couple of practices. I don't think he was out there like practicing against the Ravens today, but he's been doing more. So yeah. by the time the regular season rolls around, he should be ready to go. I really hope he actually plays in this or next week's last game, just because right. we haven't seen him and we'll get into it a little bit more about the, the game, but you know, the rush defense was the one thing that I was kind of, iffy about mm-hmm. last weekend you know he that's his bread and butter so yeah. Yeah. now i'm gonna just list off these ravens injuries i just found them through ravens wire or i think their other one is ebony bird which i thought was a very interesting title ebony bird hmm. yeah and, and i noticed some of these like i've seen these guys out at practice so. yeah so yeah. i don't know if this is like hey they have a hangnail injury or if they are yeah. actually injured and in preseason, they don't have to disclose anything. So, right. Uh, wide receiver Marquise Browns, Rashad Bateman, Sammy Watkins, Miles Boykin, uh, Deion Kane, uh, guard Ben Cleveland, cornerback Jimmy Smith, who's already been told is out. Uh, mm-hmm. Running back Justice Hill, tight end Nick Boyle, cornerback Marlon Humphrey, quarterback Trace McSorley. He has also been reported that he is out. Cornerback uh, mm-hmm. Brandon Stevens and defensive tackle Aaron Crawford. They have a long long list there, but again, we don't know how serious these injuries are. Right. I like I know Sammy Watkins has been out there practicing. Um so some of these guys I think it, it may just be like they're on the injury report, but they're yeah, still good to go. So it'll be interesting to see. Um Matt Rule did say today if if no or uh, yeah, it was today earlier today that the starters would play some for the mm-hmm. Panthers. A series or two, he said. They want to get Sam Darnold out there depending on who else is out there to protect him. That was pretty much what Matt Rule said word for word. So I'm thinking that means as long as the vast majority of the offensive line is healthy, Sam Darnold will be out there for a couple of series. I think so too. And I think because I I listened to it, I thought he said some of the starters because – yeah, right, he said some of the starters yeah. will play a bit. Yeah, yeah and, and they need to. I think J.C. Horn is a prime example of, of yep. a guy who needs to be out there. I mean, he's looked yep. great in camp, but let's get him on the field in game decisions. And I'll be, yeah. I'll be interested how he does and what type of offense the Baltimore Ravens are going to run. Because let's be honest, Lamar Jackson is their MVP. You can't be... Mm-hmm. He's going to Cam Newton it. If you remember how Cam Newton would play in you know, preseason, he would never run. It was always right. quick dump-offs and then get him out of, the, out of there. And I could see right. them doing the same thing. Is you don't want 90% of your offense to go out and get injured. Yeah, you don't want your quarterback to take a hit if you, can, if you can avoid it. So, And I think that's my, from what Matt Rule said and my you know, interpretation of it is – that anybody that is 100% healthy as a starter will probably play. Anybody that has any kind of question will not play. But I do want to ask you, should Christian McCaffrey play? No. Should 
a healthy Brian Burns play? I would like to see it, but if since he has this arm wrap and stuff, I would say no. Just no. No, I'm just saying, like, assume full health. Full health? For, for, yeah. I would let him play a series. Just because so why I, him and, and not McCaffrey? Just because McCaffrey's coming off the injuries? McCaffrey's coming year? off the injuries, and he's autom- if he's going to get the ball, he's going to automatically get hit while Brian Burns is going to be rushing the pass. They're a little less contact. True. I guess I was thinking about it more like, who am I 100% sure is going to be full go week one, doesn't need it? I feel like Brian Burns doesn't need it. I feel like Christian McCaffrey doesn't I need see, it. DJ Moore doesn't need it. I get the Brian Burns thing, but... I would also like to see what he can do against Lamar Jackson. And- I know you want to see him. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see all of these guys. Um, I mean, I cannot wait for week one. I am so excited to, just to see this whole team out there. Um, but I, I think guys like J.C. Horn, guys like Jermaine Carter, um, you know, uh, Derek Brown, Hassan Reddick, even, just getting him some reps out there. Uh, and then all of the offensive line. Even Taylor, like just get get them out there working together in a real game situation. I, I mean, and to that point, the defensive line, you could say the same thing. Like, you, you know, get Burns and everybody else out there. Um, and then obviously Darnold. Yeah. And if you're going to play Darnold, then you probably should put those wide receivers out there if they're healthy. Yeah, I so. agree with that. If, if DJ and Robbie Anderson are fully healthy, I would want them out there with Sam Darnold. That being right. said, if they are injured or tweaked, you, there's no need for DJ out there to get injured more. Or Robbie Anderson Agreed, yeah. with that hamstring. Right. We've seen that with Steve Smith in the past where that hamstring every week, he, he would just hop off the field, mm-hmm. but he would always play, you know? It's, it's, yeah, we and Robbie Anderson, please don't play. Yeah. Like, even if you feel okay, do not play. Rest that like, hamstring. Maybe play next week mm-hmm. a couple of series, but don't play this week with that. We don't want that. Don't want to have to go through that. And plus, we want to see Terrace Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that kind of segues into, you know, what what are you looking for in this game? Maybe that you didn't see in week one or, you know, a continuation of what you did see in week one. If Lamar Jackson plays, I would like to see how they could, would try to contain him. Even though you're not going to be doing fancy blitzes or anything, but we saw last week, our vanilla defensive line can still get back there and get back mm-hmm. there in a hurry. And I would like to just see how they look. Um, one big thing I do want to see with, I really like J.K. Dobbins. I think he's a really good running back. And I would like to see them stop him. I would like to see our defense stop him if he plays. And if not, they have a running back controversy going on after that with Justin Hill and Tyson Williams. Like to see those, you know, see them stop them and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna. Obviously, I'm I'm excited to see the defensive line. I'm gonna go the other side, and the offensive line is what I'm really gonna be paying attention to, and especially when Darnold's back there, and you know, whatever form these starting offensive line takes in this game, I want to see Darnold with a clean pocket and Darnold with time to make the right decision. Mm-hmm. And then I want to see Darnold make the right decision, right? Yeah. I mean, but that's, I think, that offensive line needs, they need the work. They need the time. Yeah. And they need a starting pass rush 
coming at them full speed. And, that, I mean, that's what I'm most excited to see. And I wouldn't even mind if they stayed out there with PJ or Will Greer or whoever's come, you know, plays second this this week. I wouldn't mind seeing them play, you know, most of the first. I mean, quarter. if Cam Irving's out there, though, I mean, you got to think they're going to pull him as soon as possible, just because, you know, he's always injured. And you know, and that's the thing is, if that's the case, then they need to go out and they need to sign another left. You tackle. say that they're not doing it. it. It's but they need to. Well, they did sign another offensive lineman today. I told them they needed to draft Justin Fields, but they didn't. So I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think, yeah, Justin Fields, Rashawn Slater, there were lots of good options at that pick. But uh, Nothing, wrong, but yeah, nothing I mean, wrong with J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn, I think, is no. going to be a great corner for us. But Sure, sure. But there were maybe more pressing needs. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see that. Um, I will say that I'm also excited to see if Terrace Marshall can continue to – grow and um if Robbie Anderson doesn't play and I'm assuming he doesn't then that means Marshall will probably be starting opposite DJ Moore and the Ravens or maybe starting maybe the number one receiver himself sorry and the Ravens have a great secondary if if, you know if the if the starters who typically start or at least you know a semblance of Mm -hmm. them yeah I want to see it I want to see them go up against a really good secondary which the Ravens have and see if a, Darnold can make the right read, even though it's going to be a vanilla defense. If the offensive line, like you already said, and if the wide receivers could catch, they've had a lot of dropitis lately in camp. So let, they have. Let's, yeah. let's get that out of their system. Let's make sure that you can make the plays when it really counts because you're struggling now. Yeah, agreed. And I, I mean, I would even go so far as to say, the, with the Panthers' first series, you know, let Darnold throw those first three downs, and and at least until they get a first down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to see it. Uh, we know McCaffrey's good. We know McCaffrey has had a great camp, maybe the best camp of anybody, especially on the offense. In fact, I don't think that's even a, a really a question. But um, you know, let's let's see Darnold get out there and throw. He can throw to McCaffrey, give him a little check down or something. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, that's what I want to see. Um, but who else? Who else are you excited to watch? <sighs> Jermaine Carter. He yeah. he has been just a revelation in camp. He's been out there, out playing with the linebackers. He really kind of flipped the switch on the defense last year. I want to continue to watch him grow. I mean... Yeah. That might be just, you know, me wanting to see it throughout the season, but, you know. Well, it seems like he has potentially earned the starting spot over Perryman. Yeah. Even when Perryman comes back healthy. I mean, that contract with Perryman is not a big contract. No. So there should be no feeling that he has to start based on that contract. It's a small contract. So, um, yeah, I, I, really the linebacker core overall I'm I'm interested to see, you know, with Shaq Thompson and Luvu is a linebacker. Yes, right? Luvu. Yeah. That was I was gonna actually bring that up. I want to see him too because he yeah. showed flashes last week, and I want to see if he, he had a really good week. Yeah, he had a good week of practice this week too. So I would like to see him continue on with that. I want to see if he yeah. was just that flash in a pan, or if he actually has, you know, something there. Yeah. There's a lot of young guys on this defense that, you know, C.J. Saunders and 
um, Luvu, uh, Sean Chandler, a couple other Chandler. Yep. Sean Chandler. I mean, a lot of young guys on this defense that have been making waves mm-hmm. in camp and they're going to make the team like this is, this is going to be a kind of a deep roster here on the defense. I mean, obviously <laughs> last year, last year, the, the D, the offense was the strength of the team. And the defense started coming on. Yeah, I know, which, you know, with Teddy Bridgewater leading him was not uh, that much of a strength. But this year, the defense is going to be yeah. the strength of the team. I mean, we're, we're sitting here talking about all these defensive players. We're not even talking about Jeremy Chin, who I, yeah. who we love, who was the defensive MVP for our team last year. So Right, Jeremy. And uh, yeah, another I mean, great and, camp, too. It's not like he's had a bad right. camp. Yeah, Derek Brown's had a really good camp. Mm-hmm. Davion Nixon oh, yeah. has had an excellent camp. I mean, today alone had two interceptions yeah. from that position. <laughs> you know, like... Well, uh, he actually... Uh, sidebar here. So yeah. he was talking to the press about that. They are talking about one of them he dropped back in coverage. They were like, mm-hmm. you dropped back in coverage? <laughs> he goes, no, I'm not supposed to. He goes, I'm like a spy on the quarterback. But when they're not running, I kind of drop back a little bit to help the clog up some of those passing lanes and he goes like yeah that's he goes that's what i did in college too it just works i was like okay yeah that's so how you want to play it yeah but yeah i mean he's been extremely impressive you know phil hoskins yeah hoskins yep had another good camp yep so yeah the defenses looked great uh the offenses looked a little shaky in camp you know like you mentioned the drops Mm -hmm. that's a lot um Darnold himself has mentioned timing mm-hmm. is just not there yet. And he hasn't thrown and deep. And honestly, maybe he hasn't thrown deep a lot. Joe Pearson actually brought um, that up, that he is not throwing deep. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of checkoffs. And hopefully it's just him getting into the rhythm, getting the timing with the receivers, because he has an arm. It's not like Teddy Bridgewater. I, yeah. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure he's just working on getting those timing routes down. Because that's you know that's what those short routes are. They're timing routes. Yeah. Throwing deep, you just chunk it up there and, and hope the receiver comes down and gets it. And obviously there's more to it than <laughs> that. But but the you know those slant routes, those end arounds, those quick outs, and you know hook routes, all that stuff. That's all timing. So that's what that's what they're working on. And that and they should be honestly. And I wouldn't expect Darnold to be perfect. Oh no! You know, at this point of camp, you know, I think it's going to take a few weeks into the regular season before he really is comfortable with this group and that and that timing. Yeah, and that timing is there. So, you know, <clears throat> let's we as a fan base of any team have the propensity to jump to conclusions. You know, right off the bat, well, I think we need to give Darnold a little bit of time, and the offense overall a little bit of time. I am trying to give Darnold time. My problem is, I know, I, I it's. You didn't want Darnold. To no, begin not with. at all. You know, you've not liked Darnold since he was at USC. Yeah, I, I hated him coming. Yeah. Out, not hated him, but I disliked yeah. him coming out of college. I thought he was overrated, but he's here. I'm cheering for him. He's your quarterback now. Yeah, that's my quarterback. <laughs> um. Anything else to kind of look at? I mean, obviously, I think the the backup quarterback situation is going to be interesting, especially if mm-hmm. Greer is gets more time with the twos and um, is able to air it out a little bit yeah. more. Uh, one wide receiver for the Ravens, I read, James Proach. 
Uh, he's been the training camp star. Like to see how our right. secondary handles him. Uh, see if he's the real deal, especially with again with all these injuries that they have. You know, see see what our defense can do with him. And another guy that they said to watch out for is Chris Westry, cornerback. So see what our receivers, because <clears throat> our receiver core is deep. Quarterback is not so deep, but quarterback is as shallow as it can be. <laughs> <laughs> Even the starter might be shallow. Uh, but Will Greer is oh, supposed man. to be a, getting a lot more snaps, probably be the second one in since it's a battle, but we'll see how he does. I hope so. We'll see how he does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have no confidence in Will Greer, but I'd like him to get the shot at least. I mean, he deserves yeah. that. So PJ got his shot last week. PJ looked okay. So yeah. Um, well, let's look at uh, what else we got here. Beer bet. Beer bet. Uh, predictions. What do you want? I want to do? do with the five interceptions in today's practice. How many interceptions do you think the Carolina Panthers will get? And you're talking about the whole, whole game, game, not just the starters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. One. Okay, I will go. Oh, I'll, <laughs> it'll be one and a half over under. I will go over. You'll go under. Okay. Would you have gone over if I said two and a half? No. Okay. <laughs> so one and a half was the right choice. Then. Yeah. Uh, you know, not that I don't have any faith in this defense. Um, and and probably you're gonna win this because the backups are gonna play most of the yeah. game. Backup quarterback for. Um. Uh, who is the number one backup? Is it McSorley, the number one backup for I, I Baltimore? No. Uh, man, I looked at this earlier, too. Let's see. Ravens depth chart. Yeah, it is. So Tyler Huntley and Kenji Behar are probably going to play most of that game. So you're definitely going to win <laughs> that. Let's set it at two and a half. Just to be fair, <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, I, I just bad call on my part. We'll see. I mean, you don't know. They've, like I said, yeah. with the running back situation that they have, that they're gonna have to cut probably someone they really like or release them. You know, they'll probably yeah. try to get to run the ball a lot. Could be. Maybe there'll be ten fumbles and. No interception. Yeah. <laughs> um, who who's your who you gonna call your star of the game? Go ahead and call who your who's your star of the game for the Panthers gonna be? I'm gonna say PJ Walker. Really? Mm-hmm. Even though he may be only playing like the yeah quarter and a half at the end of the mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going okay. him. I'm gonna go ahead and say, oh man. Uh, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Frankie Luvu again. I just think he's gonna play a lot, and he is desperate for that spot on the team. And, and he played well last week. I think he's gonna continue that. So I'm going with him. Frankie Luvu, a guy I, I did not know his name two weeks ago. Probably I knew him. I saw when they signed him, but I was like, oh, this is just a camp body. But I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure I I know I read his name, but I you know you, if you would have asked me anything about him, I couldn't have, couldn't have told you. <laughs> Probably couldn't even have pronounced his last name. Um, 
All right, so let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk a little bit about cuts and our overall thoughts on training camp. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach a smaller product to your backpack, roller, or tote. We all know how important finding the right luggage or bag is when you're traveling, so check out DB. We're teaming up with them for an exclusive offer, giving our listeners 10% off of your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on, time to get going. And we are back. And the Panthers had to cut down to 85 players this week. With that, they went ahead and placed Panthers... uh, cornerback Troy Pride Jr. on IR so he will be expected yeah unfortunately. he tore his ACL I believe wasn't that it yeah yeah so he is not expected back um I'm sorry uh, that's that sucks second year player yeah it does I mean I, I don't know that he was going to make the team anyway he he was having a pretty bad camp mm-hmm. overall um he may have been a practice squad guy but honestly you know, he gets a chance to sit back and watch the Heal defense, up. maybe pick up a few tricks, and could be, you know, should be better yep. next year. Uh, and he'll get another opportunity. And they went ahead and waived linebacker Nate Hall, center Mike Panetzik, fullback Rod Smith, and offensive lineman Matt Kasky. Uh, Panthers signed offensive line Markel Harrell and released wide receiver Micah Simon. Yeah, okay. And anything to say about any of those? Yeah, more depth. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, uh, Rod Smith. We had a funny moment with him last week when you thought he, he Rodney was Smith. The other Smith. Yeah, Rodney Smith. We thought he was the same guy. Um, Matt Kasky. Did didn't he play the whole season last year? He was on the team the whole season last so, year, I think. Yes. Yeah. So I, that's maybe a little bit of a surprise, but the signing Harold and then dropping Micah Simon. I mean, that's yeah. I think that, who knows if Harold will be on the team tomorrow. Uh, and then we did mention, um, well, we haven't mentioned on the podcast, but uh, Greg Little was traded Big. to the Miami Dolphins for a seventh round pick. So I know you talked a little bit about this at the top of the YouTube mm-hmm. video uh, last or a few days ago, but we haven't talked about it with each other. Um, that sucks. I mean, that, a second round pick wasted, whole- and we traded up for him yeah. too. A 37th overall pick. Matt Her- or Herney wanted to trade up into the first round and draft him. If Brian Burns didn't fall that far, they were yeah. going to draft him there. That's how much Herney mm. wanted him. Man, thank God that oh, didn't happen. No. <laughs> that would have been here, here I Yeah, they thought he was a franchise left tackle. Yeah. I'm wondering if he just doesn't have it in him. If, if he... There's a difference between when you're a pro and when you're a college guy that, you know, you have to keep grinding, and it's hard to do. I mean. Yeah. I, and he was injured yeah. a lot. He, You know, he I think he was only healthy for maybe even like a handful of games over the two years he was here. But uh, that's, you know, 
not a great return on your investment there. Obviously, it wasn't a it wasn't the Fitterer rule uh, front office that drafted no. him, but a seventh round pick. I guess we should be feel lucky to get anything for him because otherwise, I think he probably just would have yeah, been. Yeah, I cut. agree. I think he was. They were already planning on giving cutting him, and they were at least getting something for him. So they. I mean, I want to quickly go over this 2019 draft by Marty Herney. Okay. Brian and Burns. Yeah. I mean, as usual, Marty Herney has very good first-round draft yep. picks, typically. Greg Little. Bust. Will Greer. Bust. Christian Miller. On the verge yeah. of being bust. I mean, Marquise yeah. Haynes, I'm going to say, yeah. has the edge up on him of yeah miller may not yeah. make the team jordan scarlet bust he got cut already yep. a long time ago dennis daly i'm gonna say a hit for a six round pick that's a hit sure yeah terry godwin didn't even make it out of the first didn't even make the the first yep. roster yeah. that's it so so out of that yeah. you have that's, three uh... three players that are still on the roster oh four i forgot will greer Four players still on the roster, and only one of them had really contributes. True, but he is a a budding mm-hmm. star. Uh, you know, he is he is a pretty widely considered one of the better pass rushers in the league right now, and with only room to grow. So, yeah, that's the thing with Herney. Like when he hit, he hit big. I mean, he hit big with a lot of his top mm-hmm. picks. He just did not hit much. That after that was. That always his problem i mean i know people say that the first round draft pick is usually going to be the easiest but there's a lot of gms that miss on that i look look at get them yeah vernon butler and kelvin benjamin his two drafts here he busted on their first round draft picks yeah both of them i believe out of the league i am butler might still be playing somewhere but benjamin obviously out of the league um, all right. Well, let's let's talk about training camp overall. Uh, as you mentioned, training camp is over now. This was the last day of it. Um, still, you know, practices happening next week at, at uh, in Charlotte, but the Wofford College experience overall is done. I mean, I think next year they'll be in Rock Hill. So, uh, sayonara to yeah. Wofford as training camp hosts for the Panthers. Uh, We've been down there several times. It was always nice and fun. Always hot. hot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, I definitely remember every time I've gone down there. And yeah, it was it's always, always fun. Time. It's always fun. really nice to get to see the plays, like, a, a little bit closer, mm-hmm. a little bit different type of style. Get to see them. Yeah. I, I always enjoy little interaction with the players here and there, but um, I will be happy to go to just de- right down the road to Rock Hill. Uh, yes. In the future, and I'll probably make it to ma- maybe they'll have practices. like a sunshade over it. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I hope they do something smart like that. But, um, but let's talk about you know the practices themselves. Um, how do you feel training camp went this year? Yeah, you know, are you coming away with feeling more positive about the Panthers or less positive about? I them? really feel like my predeterminations of this team before the season were just you know, really emphasized. I mean, we're shaky on the O-line, you know. We have a lot of depth at pass rushing. 
you know, secondary. Oh, maybe I'll go up on secondary because I think J.C. Horn really showed yeah. up. I know he was going to always start, but he looks like he's going to be a stud out there. And Dante Jackson had a great mm-hmm. camp. So building yeah. on his decent win healthy season last year. So, yeah, I, I overall a little bit up on it, but not much more, if that makes sense. No, I agree with you. I think uh, secondary and, and linebackers were a pleasant mm-hmm. surprise for me. Um, not that I thought they would be terrible, but I think maybe they, they came around a little faster yeah. than I thought that they would. Um, you're right. Horn looks like he's going to be yeah. solid, like pretty much right off the bat with sky-high potential. Um, on offense, I think I'm a little – a little disappointed you know maybe my expectations were unrealistic you know given what we just talked about with giving Darnold some time I was hoping that the receivers would come out and all the drops is a little worrisome the uh the the you know we, we haven't had any like major other than pride any like no injuries where someone's out for the whole season which mm-hmm. that's a positive but there have been these little lingering injuries the whole time Cam Irving been a little a little annoying. Cam Irving, um, mm-hmm. Perryman, now Robbie Anderson. Um, the guys that I, w- especially Perryman, I really wanted to yeah. see. Uh, I was really excited about that signing. I thought that the Panthers got a good deal there. so And maybe they will. But, um, but yeah, overall, I would say probably about like you is, you know, the places that I expected to struggle, struggled. And that defensive line, man. Maybe even yeah. better than I thought. Especially because be. I think they have so much more yeah. depth than I expected with Davion Nixon, Phil Hoskins. You know, it, mm-hmm. those are the big guys up front, but it seems like they're still making plays in practice. And, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, whoo. Yeah. And Marquise Haynes, he had four yeah. sacks last year, and it looks like he's going to be lightning in a bottle when yeah, he's Haynes, out there. Definitely. The pass rush is is going to be legit. I mean, and that, and that's going to open up everything yeah. for this defense. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, so who, who, if you had to say, you know, two, three players that really stood out to you over the course of training camp, we'll even include that first preseason game. Uh, who would you, who'd you I'm going to go Terrace Marshall. I think he, okay. I thought he had potential to be really good, but the way it looks, he looks like he's going to be a number one type of receiver out there very soon. Um, Him and DJ Moore could be a very dynamic duo in the future. (sighs) I'm trying to think of someone else. Uh, Chuba Hubbard. I know I didn't really mention his name, but he's another guy that looked really good. Hmm. And Dante Jackson. Yeah, Dante looked good. Uh, for me, I'm 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 gonna reiterate Luvu, just because it was a very surprise to me that he has looked so good. Um, Sean Chandler has looked mm-hmm. really good. Again, these are all defensive guys for me. Um, so I will go ahead and, and just kind of I'll say the Marshall Shy Smith rookie wide receiver tandem has been uh, impressive and pleasantly surprised, especially with Shy Smith. And I do hope that he gets some more looks in this preseason game because I think he has earned it. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah, I I tweeted out earlier today that I thought that Terrace Marshall in two years could be 
the number one receiver on this team. And, you know, I got a little bit of flack for saying, you know, you forgot about DJ Moore. Well, no, I didn't forget about DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore is awesome. DJ Moore is already the number one receiver on this team. I think Terrace Marshall has the body type, has the potential to maybe surpass DJ Moore. And imagine if, imagine I, if that Look happened. at the Buccaneers. I, I hate going in the division, but Chris Godwin's a number one receiver. Mike Evans is a number one receiver. Yeah. There's no shame in having yeah. two. <laughs> yeah, you could. Right. Exactly. I mean, can you imagine yeah. how lucky it would be to have that situation? That Those guys will make any quarterback yeah. look good. So, I mean, Jameis Winston <laughs> threw 30 touchdowns in that <laughs> offense. So, uh, all right. So, let's go a little bit on the negative side here. Who maybe disappointed you a little bit you were hoping to see more from? Oh, you kind of threw me. And you could just say one. Just say one play. You threw me out there. I wasn't expecting that question right now. Um, I was going to say... Troy Pride because he had a really bad camp and I was expecting him to take a big step up this year, which it didn't look like he was going to do. But without that, I'm going to say Cam Irving, just even though they say he's had a good camp, I feel every week, every practice I'm reading about, he goes out of an injury. And it's like, it, I, I was already worried about you and now you're constantly. So I don't know if he had a bad camp, but I'm really worried about him. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say Chuba, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, and again, not that he has been bad. I just haven't heard a ton of great things about him. I haven't seen a ton of great things about him. Now he had that one big run in the game, uh, where he, you know, made a, I don't even know if you could say he made a nice movie. Just looked like he bounced off some people, found a hole, and went for it. Now they weren't giving him a no, lot of holes to that, work with. I think that's you know in the that game. Problem with all. that game is he was getting hit in the yeah. backfield and yeah. he was somehow getting a yard out of it, and that was. Yeah, um, I, I was just I guess the speed is not what I thought it was with him. Uh, you know he was not able to outrun those defenders um, when he was clearly free. And he just, I don't know, he just didn't seem to be making guys miss a lot. So that, that's going to be mine. And I hope that, you know, as the season goes on, he gets a little more work, that he gets more comfortable playing with the starter. Starting offensive line hopefully will be better. You know, who knows how that's going to look. But, I actually heard a lot um, of good things coming yeah. out of camp about him. So. Okay. That's good. I mean, I I, I didn't, so I am fully prepared to be wrong about I, that. So I just couldn't think of anybody else that really was surprisingly yeah, disappointing to me. I guess I, I guess I go Perryman, just because I was he wasn't say, out there. I didn't hear many bad things about. Like, like I said, I did. I didn't hear many bad things about Chuba. Yeah. I just didn't hear a lot of great things. And and from what I saw in the game, I I wasn't impressed. All right. So. Any last thoughts on training camp? Just want to say, you know. Matt Rule, you know, thoughts on maybe Matt Rule's first real training camp. Um, I liked, we'll say things I liked. I liked that he went out and scheduled two teams to practice with. I thought that was needed, especially with only three preseason games, one of which the starters didn't even play. Um, seemed like he rode them pretty hard, had them running laps, had them, you know, run into that. DBO, you know, don't mm-hmm. beat ourselves. Sign. Um, didn't love Fan Fest. We talked about that. Didn't seem like they had yeah. a lot of fun. 
didn't engage the crowd yeah. much. Uh, yeah, that was um, a... not a lot of fans at training camp overall. You know, I think there were there were like thirty thousand at Fan Fest, which is about normal, I think. But not a lot of people that, in Spartan. That doesn't surprise didn't, me though. Yeah. With a team, it's rebuilding. I mean, it was hot, but it's, you know, in the the stars are gone. No, but in the past, you, man, the Cam, the Luke's, the I you know, know Thomas Davis, the Greg Olsons, they're gone. So this is a new era that's getting yeah, built up. I know. So, but there were a lot of Ravens. Well, fans yeah, because it's a. From what I understand, like the Ravens fans were outnumbering the Panthers fans, and I think that's a little. You know, I'm not going to put that all on Matt Rule, but you know, I would like to have seen. A little more representation. And I'm just talking about training camp overall, not just Matt Rule. Um, and then I, I just didn't understand why the starters didn't play at all in that first preseason game. So what about you? you any no, other you kind of covered all, everything that I would have said. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got on a roll there. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, looking forward to the preseason game. Prediction. Final score prediction. Not that it matters. 24 to 17. Do the Panthers break? Oh, the I didn't even think about that. Of the Baltimore Ravens, I know we should have mentioned that. Baltimore Ravens have not lost a preseason game since twenty four seventeen. I say no. So I say no just because I feel like if I go the other way, it's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> I'm saying the Panthers break the streak. Twelve to nine. God, I hope not. Low scoring game. Ah, <laughs> uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMixPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. We will be back probably Thursday because the game is on Friday. So uh, yeah, <laughs> probably so. Uh, yeah, so uh, until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. Wow, wow, wow.